Yo, what's going on? It's your boy, Big Wavy Roy Johnson here. Hello everyone, this is the interview queen, Alicia Too. This is the infamous Cameron Solis. This is the professional Nathan Cruz. This is Veggie. This is the Callahan Death Machine in the draw and the face of Impact Wrestling. The one and only shot with Thunder Willie Mac. This is Shreddy Breck, aka Mr. Clangin' and Bangin'. And you're listening. You are listening to. You are listening to. Broken but glorious. Broken but glorious. Broken but glorious. Hello, welcome to Broken but Glorious on BBGWrestling.com. I'm Chris Lapp and I'm delighted to be joined by your mum's favourite podcaster, Nick Davy. Good evening. <laughs> mum's favourite podcast, yeah. Um, well, I'm delighted after that introduction. Uh, obviously, paying paying homage to our uh, our our, um, our colleague Lance Rivera who can't, can't be here tonight. So yeah. yeah, he must be preparing for his big match this weekend. Watching the videos, getting his shave, piling on the pounds, <laughs> practicing low blows. Yes, how <sighs> ways to cheat the rules? Did you see the statement put out by Wrestle Island? They're looking into that win, so it might be taken off him. <laughs> Hooray! <laughs> the win is under. Investigation, probably. Yes. Deservedly so. Well done, Russell Island. Yes. <laughs> well done, Pete. <laughs> so I've got one question for you before we get into proper wrestling stuff. So when does Love Island actually get good? I've been made to watch it for like a month, and I still think it's crap. Uh, I will admit, it's not been the best series this year. Um, but yeah, Casa Amor, you've, I think if you haven't got into it now, you never will. The it oh. peaks when it, when it hits Casa Amor, but I must admit, even this year, that was quite bland. Um, about, bar the odd episode the other night with mm. Liam and Millie, but yeah, it's, uh, I have to say, it's not, um, been the best of series this year, but, uh, yeah, I would say, yeah, to answer your question, Casa Amor usually is the peak time. So if you haven't enjoyed mm. it from then, then yeah, I don't, I don't think you ever will. I say I've watched it. I tend to edit the show or edit an interview or research interview as well. It's on in the background while Rachel's watching it. So. Or do absolutely anything, part even count how many blades of grass you've got in the garden, or yeah, or take the dog paint. out for a walk. Yeah, <laughs> it's just, I just watch it again. How's this popular show? I don't get it. It's just crap. It's like, but you get you get you get a load of obviously insecure women in their relationships and then just add a load of players in there and then wonder why they don't get on or <laughs> that they they jump from relationship to relationship they've only been in there for like three weeks or so like why are you crying that this guy's kissed somebody else he's known him for like three weeks or a week something like god is oh, that needy my girlfriend you wouldn't last <laughs> i um i'm sorry i got into it in 2018 and um i think it's because the um then the world cup was on at the same time but the world cup games were like i think the last ones were on at seven so they'll be yeah. done by about quarter to ten to nine so it would be perfect time for love island to start so i gave it and uh yeah, sadly, I got into it and, yeah, haven't looked back since, um, yeah, <laughs> caught the, the Love Island bug, so to speak. Well, she only started watching it because they'll talk about it at work and she'll have a clue. So I think it's more to just fit in and work. She'd <laughs> Quite about similar stuff. to me as well. Yeah, no, everyone was, everywhere I went, everyone was talking about it, be it mates mm, or yeah. work colleagues, football, at the, well, maybe not the football club, but yeah. Uh, so I just thought, you, you can't beat them, join them. Wrestling! So, Yay! Uh, <laughs> uh, I went to TNT Ignition the weekend. Amazing show. I think just having this 18 months off is like 
gave everyone the, like, the, the boost they needed. I've been to two wrestling shows so far, and they've both been amazing. Yeah, the Wrestle Island last week was great. It's so good to see, see everyone and uh, yeah, meet everyone afterwards, have photos. And yeah, uh, what happened at TNT? We had the opening match was Man Like the Reese, who's been on NXT UK a few times. He's a lot of fun. Opening contest against a great guy out of, coming out of um, Glasgow, uh, Ladies and Buzzard. Ladies and Buzzard more of a sharpshooter. It was a great, great opening contest. Uh, Chase Alexander versus Nico Angelo. That was that was Dex. That's that's. It's a it's a great. Uh, they seem to be using Nico as like they're like the a jobber to the stars at the moment. Everything so to put them over like the next generation because um, Chase Alexander's in a feud with Visage at the moment. So it's kind of more to put Chase over for this feud. He's in, but it was a really fun match. Gene Money, first time I've ever seen him live. Hilarious. Uh, Rachel was just like I don't get it and then she got it <laughs> she's like the kid is coming out and he had a good old collar on and he's talking t- about his big boy pants I was like he's hilarious Rachel's watching yeah she loved him by the end uh-huh. <laughs> so, <laughs> he was against um, Scott Oberman who's just won the bar uh, like the briefcase so he's like the yeah it's just, I think it's very similar rules he can just cash in whenever he wants so probably uh, just disrespecting the briefcase stamping on it and stuff he went off Camisolos at the last show Ignition Championship match Son versus Tom Farewell very fun match unfortunately Tom didn't win Sona kept the belt and then they had the annual rumble uh, and it's 20 man rumble and it came out every minute so it was like the quickest rumble ever <laughs> thinking he lasted like 25 minutes or something <laughs> but it was a lot of fun <laughs> um, won by um, Cameron Salas, so he's going to be the number contender. Scott Overman's the money in the bank. So my fancy booking would be because um, Cameron Salas famously has never won a championship. He, he never hits a corkscrew off the top rope. He misses it in every match. That's his thing. So in a fa- my fancy booking, Cameron Salas would hit the corkscrew on Son Derson, and then Scott Overman would cash in at that point, crack Cameron over the head with a the briefcase and then beat Cameron to win the championship. I think that'll be the best way to, <laughs> to do it. I think that'll be my fans booking for it. But yeah, it was a great show. Gee, money. <laughs> uh, uh, Tonga came in and started just low blowing everyone. Then she had to kick um, <laughs> Gene Gee, money. And he goes, You will not kick my penis. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I've, I've still never seen Gene Money live and I'm really gutted about oh, this. I, I need first time to, I've seen him. <laughs> I think I missed his few shows when he was at uh, Riptide and I've never seen, I've still never seen him mm. wrestle. So I, I need to, um, yeah, he, he, he's a wrestler I need to see yes. uh, live. Um, it, but it is just great to see, as you say, you sound like obviously it was, well, I said Lance last week on the show to Lance about just seeing sort of the videos that I've seen around on various UK mm. shows, just the smiles as well on people's faces and in the audience and well, I guess to the staff and the wrestlers alike. Uh, just great to have it all back. I know it's obviously there's, there's loads of people out there who've missed different aspects, different be it football, cricket, golf, etc. anything, yeah. even just going for, going around a friend's barbecue etc just to, um but for wrestling there's obviously again we've said it counts times it's to some people it's it's their main hobby it's a, it's a safe space etc so to have it back is just absolutely outstanding and and um and brilliant as i say just to see everyone enjoying themselves and and fans attending these shows as well in their numbers so keep it up and as i say keep keep supporting your your local uh, wrestling wrestling companies and if you see a show in your area do 
do pop on, do pop along and, and support them. Yes, definitely. Yeah, and uh, the, the shape some of these some of the wrestlers have got in over eighteen months. <laughs> so I've <laughs> interviewed them. They've told me the shape they're getting into, but actually seeing them. Some of them have gone huge. <laughs> so, just, I'm just, I'm just getting a bit depressed right now because I'm just looking at my uh, beer gut at the moment. Of uh, yeah, well, in, comparing it to the first lockdown when yeah, I was doing quite a lot of running, sort of your five k's, etc. To mm. the third lockdown where I was like, oh, to hell with this! I'm just going to have a few beers over the weekends instead of yeah. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. F- first lockdown, I put on two stone. I'd lost it by the end of the second lockdown. <laughs> I think. I'd- but I'm, 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 yeah, maintaining my weight at the moment. I think. Yeah, no, absolutely no. I need to um try and get. I need to try and go to a um a UK show at the moment. I'm, I was looking at Red Pro tickets for. I think it was October. Yes. Um, I was going to go with um uh, Sam that was on the, the, the show with us. Um, in had a show up in uh, sort of South London, so it's not too far from. Uh, well, obviously I used to go up to Progress, which was Camden, which was even further than. Mm. Um, uh, South London. South London is easy for us, sort of us, because you can usually get like a straight train. You don't need to go on sort of the tube. You can from Hayward to from Sussex. You can usually just get a train straight, straight up to like Croydon area and do it all on the overground. Oh, cool. We've got um, Odyssey this Saturday. Then the twenty eighth, we're going to Britannia. Brilliant. In, in North Wales, I, I wouldn't even try to pronounce the town. It's yeah. Wrestle <laughs> Island on the nineteenth of September, and then Pike for Honor in October. So I've got quite a few coming up. Excellent. And the one in Britannia is a free it's just a it's a free outdoor event, so I was like, okay. It costs us thirteen quid for the family ticket to get get there on the train. So day out for thirteen quid. Brilliant, yeah. Yeah, but the one you went to when Lance did that disgusting cheat, um that looked like a really good day out with the kids like with that. was a lot of fun. The bouncy castles and everything and yeah, no, it looked like a I mean, yeah, like that's what I used to love when I was that when I, when I was very young, sort of thing, like getting to rest. And I used to love it, but like as I said, that holiday camps and stuff like it, the British holiday or Haven holidays when they used to yeah. do the. Uh, oh, that was brilliant. Has that been an all star? Lady Butlins, I think. Um, I think they're Butlins. Yeah, I, I can't remember. It's what I know they're pretty to all of them, but Johnny Storm, he was the one I remember. Yeah, Johnny Storm. I can't really remember too many of them. It was so we're going back. Since I was very, very young, so yeah. But Johnny, Johnny Storm. Well, I remember Johnny Storm because he did. Um, we literally saw him like a week before our holiday. Yeah. At a company in well Burgess Hill, uh, in Sussex, and then yeah, it was weird. Like a week later, like oh, he he main evented the show in um in Burgess <laughs> Hill. This is the beautiful bruiser and the sin of professional wrestling in one half of the most dominant tag team in wrestling just now, the She-Wolves, Molly Sparson, and you are listening to the Broken But Glorious Wrestling Podcast. And if you don't subscribe to the podcast and continue listening, I will come and find you. And ask Casey Owens, I always find you, even in your dreams. I'm, I'm going to haunt your dreams. That's pretty much what I'm saying. So subscribe and listen every week. Or I'll find you. You choose. What do you want? Samojo is returning to the ring at TakeOver 36. So a bit of background Hooray! for this. Who haven't seen NXT in a while. So Samojo was released from WWE. But he returned a few weeks later to be William Regal's enforcer. 
um, two weeks ago on NXT, um, NXT champion Karrion Cross taunted Smojo by turning, uh, taking on William Regal and then jetting off so Joe couldn't get his hands on him. Um, last week, Joe kicked off the show by, ha- by Regal announcing that he's stepping down as his enforcer um, position. The reason he's stepping down is not because he's scared of Karrion Cross, it's so he could face him. And he needed Regal to sign the contract and make him an active member of the roster again. And yeah, so then, uh, yeah, Joe has now been announced to face Cross at TakeOver 36. <sighs> Regal revealed that he initially wanted to fire Cross, but he thought he agreed with Joe that his idea was better and it made it official. <sighs> I'm so happy to have Joe back, and especially Joe on NXT. It's- I can't wait. And he's just, he, yeah, it's it's been really good build actually since Joe's come back with the whole, um, unless I'm provoked, I can't see attack people. Um, but no, re- really good booking with this, with um, with Joe and Cross. And what a what a match to start. It's, it's not like they're, they're throwing him straight. I, I don't know, they, we've got a few weeks to NXT takeover, whether they'll have him have a, have a few jobber matches. I don't know, on NXT just to... Just to uh, I don't know dust off the cobwebs and all that, but um, mm. yeah, what what a first sort of high profile match there to come back in Samoa Joe versus uh, Karen Cross should be an absolute. I just loved. The thing is with Joe, I love him wrestling big guy, the big guys as well. Mm-hmm. He's had some great matches. I mean, the one that springs to mind, Brock Lesnar, how good that was. Exactly. He's had great matches, Roman Reigns. Um, so, you know, really really excited for this and. Um, and as you're absolutely right, just to see him back in the ring, and well, obviously it was great to see him back as a whole. Even on commentary, he was he was outstanding. So mm. it's um, no, it's just great to have him back. Do you see him winning? Because it looks like they want to put Karrion Cross on the main roster. He's been on Raw the last three weeks, has he? Yeah, yeah. yeah so. I think I think he will. I think he's apps. I think it's a. I, I think it's a good idea to. Um, uh, I, I think it's a good idea that I think. It won't be disastrous for Cross, especially mm-hmm. that if he if he keeps doing all right on Raw, you can. Well, we've we've seen it with wrestlers before in the past, and it didn't exactly mess anything up for them. Like with KO when he came yep. up to the roster, he's the obvious one that springs to mind with bringing the NXT title to the main roster, but then losing it was it to Balor or was it to or Joe? Was it actually Joe himself? Um, I don't know, but it was. Um, but obviously, that was back. I in, yeah. It was, 2015 time so we're going back six years ago so off the top of my head it's quite a fair bit of distance a lot's changed since then to Definitely. try and reel off the uh uh off the off the top of areas but um no um yeah i i think he will win i think it'll be a i think it'll be a great i think there's also some matches he can go on we've seen him have beef with adam cole since he's come back don't believe we ever got that first time round. so there's lots of options for joe to um to go with and also then for Joe then to pull on and put over another star that's on their way up so uh, we've seen him having a stare down to Pete Dunne that could be a oh, really good yeah. person to drop the belt to and really put Pete Dunne over um, so there's, he, there's... He, beat, he beat Finn Balor for the title then lost it to Nakamura then beat Nakamura again then lost it to Nakamura again <laughs> right yeah, okay. there we are so yeah there's yeah it will be um I think it'll be in safe hands if he if he does win but if he loses then obviously you've got that element of kind of surprise because you're absolutely right we've seen Cross on Raw so you would like to presume that Cross is going to be on the main roster full time very mm-hmm. very shortly but obviously if they don't do that that adds the element of surprise of uh of the match and it potentially sets up a potential rematch between the two so um but yeah I think um the whole build to this as I say has just been 
outstanding. Yeah, I've heard that the the main uh, main roster writers are really hot on Scarlet, so they could be a. Even if they they indirectly push Carrying Cross through Scarlet, they seem to be very. And Triple H loves Carrying Cross, so I could see him getting a big push. Even though even he's lost two of the three matches he's had so far, but I can see him out getting a big push post SummerSlam. Yeah, I, I completely agree, and especially depends on what they do with well uh, with the W. I think it would. I reckon he definitely will go straight into uh, the WWE title picture. But it depends what they do with obviously with with Lashley. Mm. Um, but I really wouldn't be surprised to see him go um, immediately into that um, into that uh, WWE title picture. Um, with whomever's the champion, or even if it's yeah, even if it is involving sort of him and potentially Keith Lee and Ashley sort of thing, but uh, oh, that would be cool. I got a freeway feud. Oh, outstanding, wouldn't it? Yeah, it's three three horses battling each other. Be, oh. <laughs> uh, in, uh, in other NXT news, um, Adam Cole could be leaving. So um, PW Insider reported that. Um, Cole's contract expiring took a lot of WWE executives by surprise because they believed he was locked in till at least January 22 with other other rumours going around that they thought it was 2024 and it turned out it was reported on Sunday that Cole's WWE contract expired late, expires later this month oh it actually expired on the 6th of July but he extended it by a month so he could have a match with uh, Kyle O'Reilly a great American bash so wow well, my my theory with him and O'Reilly is, I think they're gonna have the next takeover. They're gonna have a a, a, a like a a loser leaves NXT. And my initial thinking was that'll push Cole to the main roster. Yes, it could actually go well the other way, and Cole could actually leave leave altogether. I know it's it's quite easy with this whole you go well. His missus is obviously in AEW. AEW, he he could be booked. The potential of him in AEW is just uh, obviously an, all, an instant exciting view uh, of the amount of talent he could work with over there. Um, the history of some of the wrestlers as well on that roster. I mean, it all just screams amazing, amazing, amazing. Get him over there. But it, it depends. I mean, in WWE, they should really be trying to, well, obviously put him on, in my opinion. This could be a bit of bias speaking, but they should be trying to put give him, well, one of the highest paid wrestlers, I think, in, in oh, the company. Definitely. Yeah, well, I'm sure Triple H will, will have a say or put certainly go well put his words a bit like what they did with Joe to get him back. But yeah, I am. Um, I, I certainly think we'll see these the, the, the O'Reilly and Cole feuds come to a conclusion at the next takeover, which will be well before the month ends, obviously. Um, but then, yeah, I guess it's kind of watched this space for now. But it's again really well frightening times for WWE in terms of another major star leaving the company and. Well, AEW again, some of the names they're already linked with. Again, this could be a, another mon- monumental uh, capture for them. On the street today, um, and Adam Cole must be the biggest merch sellers in NXT, or yeah. at least up there. Everybody had the On the Street Today t-shirt. Oh, 100%. When I was, as I say, when I was New Orleans, I think I was there actually for that weekend at WrestleMania. <laughs> um, every, every single, as I say, the free, the free, um, the the shirts that were the, well the, the 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 shirts you saw everywhere were were undisputed era or Bullet Club shirts um, mm-hmm. everywhere you went or general WrestleMania merch sort of thing but um, yeah it, it, everywhere undisputed era and even when you see obviously well, it doesn't take a genius to even go to a show obviously when you when you see even just watching 
a Raw Smack NXT, you can just naturally see the shirts in the audience, and there are always loads of them. So Yeah. Well, fingers crossed he won't leave. But then I'd love to see him in AEW. Because I, I don't watch both shows, I don't really mind where he is. But it will be a big, huge loss to the, upper, the main events of NXT. Cause with Finn Balor now moving to SmackDown as well, and looks like carrying crossroads and Raw, they have ripped like the. And if he leaves, that's like ripped a huge hole in the main events. So. Yeah, I, I, the thing is, it's, it's the same one. Obviously, again, you just know if he does leave WWE, you don't need to be upset because AEW will be superb. But I just really want to see wrestlers that I love do well in WWE, which doesn't seem to happen too often. So I'd rather mm-hmm. he stays in WWE and make, make a genuine major star. Mm-hmm. Um, in Adam Cole, which he is, so I'd, I'd much rather see that first. But again, I think in a few weeks' time, it will be very interesting to see how well, how this unfolds. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is Big Jim Diehard, and you, you are listening to the Broken but Glorious Wrestling Podcast. Ooh. So WWE announced on Saturday that Bray Wyatt had been released from the company. Um, the official site budget cuts as the reason for Wyatt's departure, but as we said with Cole, Wyatt must be one of, if not the biggest merch seller, at least on Raw. The amount of because you do, you could have Bray Wyatt merch and Fiend merch and masks were flying out. Everybody, everybody has their masks and everybody has their t-shirts. But um, then other sources are saying that he's become uh, hard to work with because he's become really protective over the Fiend character, but I said, well, it doesn't sound like Bray, because he mm. seems to be quite happy to take a loss, but, but I, 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 with, with Braun Strowman, now Bray, and Alistair Blackley, even all my favourites are gone. <laughs> I'm not left with many people left. Yeah, I know, it's, I'm devastated, I mean, with Bray, I've loved, well, ever since, well, I mean, for me at the time, ever since he debuted on that Raw when he attacked Kane with the Wyatt family, mm. oh, it's just devastating. I mean, and clearly, well, the views shared after seeing Raw this week with the chance of we want Wyatt. Clearly, that's um, a mutual um, agreement, and not just me that thinks that. So, yes, um, I think again, the character, despite some horrendous booking from WWE over the years, the character always kept me interested. Um, Again, with the whole, re- well, the whole repackage of Bray uh, from 2019 as the Fiend, some really exciting times, um, and yeah, I just, I'm just so, yeah, gutted that well, it's come to this, and I just think it's a, a major loss. But also, I think that I don't think the character would work very well in other promotions. I think it's so suited no. for WWE, which makes it even worse. Yeah, I can't, I can't, uh, I can't see if anybody has have the production budget or the equipment to make do it right. So, cause it must, it must take a lot of time. So just, just to do the, if it, and if you did something to the fire, some similar to the Firefly hot, um, that must, the Firefly Funhouse, that must take the best part of a day to record and, and then put editing time on top of that. And so it must be an expensive gimmick to have. Yeah, for sure. And uh, that, did we ever see him? I think we saw him win one major side. So what was it in 2017 with the whole well feud with Orton? Well, the long feud with Orton. Um, yeah, he won, he won the WWE Championship uh, Elimination Chamber, didn't he? Yeah. And then he won the Universal Championship as the Fiend and lost it. Oh, of course. Yeah. 
Well, yeah, that's it. I mean, that's a, that's an absolute joke that mm. he lost it to Goldberg. Um, obviously, yeah, beating, winning it was fine, but yeah, losing it to Goldberg, absolute joke. Oh yeah, uh, actually, lo- absolutely loved. The, if you go back and see like our like podcast thumbnails for about five weeks, it's all fiends. I think one of our reviews, it is literally we talk about the fiend and review ish. Whatever pay per view it was, because we just talked about the feed for forty minutes. And ish, I think it was the SummerSlam one. Was it SummerSlam? When he, when he beat Valor yeah. very, beat Valor very the quickly. Per- perfect, the perfect debut. Oh, loved it. Yeah, probably best five minute match in a while. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, for like weeks and weeks and weeks, our thumbnails just the feed because so we talked about how excited we were for this character. He's come up with the cult leader and the fiends, which are two great. Gimmicks. I, I, there must be a third gimmick in there somewhere in his head, which will be great. Because he's changed his, uh, his Twitter pro- bio, just says Cult of Wyndham coming soon. So. I, I, I think, yeah, having him as a cult, sort of, just anyone as like a, yeah, a believer, a cult, I think would, I think it could, it could, it was certainly easily could work. And, uh, well, I think there's certainly more more options you can go, right? Which makes it even more upsetting because I don't think there was just so much unfinished business. Uh, with, mm-hmm. the, with, with, with with the characters, so which makes it just a whole lot worse. And yeah, just as I say, just so gutted that it's ended so abruptly as well. Yeah, um, in an update, there is said to be a lot of frustration with the networks WWE works with. Um, they, they didn't mention whether it was USA or Fox, but according to Andrew Zion on the Matt Men podcast, he said one source told him that Bray's release is deeply disappointing and a Really scary that top stars are being let go. It comes after reports that last week WWE's TV partners were really unhappy with the rumours of CM Punk and Daniel Bryan going to AEW rather than being signed back to WWE. Well, I mean, absolutely. You would be fuming um, losing these stars like when one saw Strowman last month. You'd be, you would be very, and it's going to be very interesting to see what if, if companies will, well, if they will actually. Um, well, renew contracts when they're. I don't know when when these deals. But the, the big the, ones. The, with the citing budget cuts, Fox said we gave you billions. Yeah, I was gonna. Yeah, you can't be if you're Fox and you're hearing these budget cuts, especially with those reports they made record profits last year during the that during the the pandemic era. Uh, without obviously the lack of traveling, being able to use the being able to use the um the performance center, which is their mm. own. I mean. It was record. Well, it was no secret. They it was record profits they're making. So this budget cut is absolute rubbish. There's no, there's no like, there's there's no ifs, no buts about that. It is rubbish. Um, it's kind of that house house show tickets. So it's the best they've been for twenty years, probably because they've had a year off. But well, exactly. Yeah, I mean, you'd uh, but uh, and you'd think people. Yeah, obviously, with everyone dying to come back to to see um see the shows. Then yeah, they would be obviously very well attended. Um. But oh well, then also, but with this risk as well of letting these talent go, will will people be that? Um, I think when they start rolling around again in these places, like the one the places they've already been to, like for instance, next time they go back into Chicago, mm. admittedly that's not a good example because it's a very well, it's a very obviously a massive wrestling place. But I don't know, like when they go back into say for for like Texas again, will people really be wanting to go and see a WWE that's losing stars left, right, and center? Mm. Putting on not very good TV, probably not. It's not really going to say they're not certainly. I can't see how they're going to shift 
well, certainly near 15,000 tickets, like, which is usually the average what they do for a televised show. So I think it's really, I'd say, worrying times ahead for WWE. Mm. Very interesting. I think it clearly seems like they are. It's good. It does look like it all, everything points to looks like they're selling up. Uh, it, it, yeah, I've heard it, this. Yeah. And that's what it all points to. Yeah, because if you're selling your company, you're trying to get rid of all the big assets, don't you? So. And who knows? Maybe they maybe they will, after, I don't know, in a few months' time, they will start bringing these stars, I don't know, back. So I don't know, we've already seen Joe come back following a release. Um, Zelina Vega recently returned, obviously, on SmackDown. So potentially there might be scope. Maybe it's, I don't know, maybe if, again, if, if it's, I don't, I don't know who's making these decisions, but then if other people in the company, like, and the obvious one springs to mind is Triple H. If he starts, then well, I'm wanting to actually get these, some of these stars back. I don't, I don't know, but yeah. You, could, you could bring them back on smaller base contracts, but then give them like more merchandising or more or something else to the base deal. So instead of, like Braun Strowman was on a million dollars a year or whatever he was on. If you give him six hundred thousand dollars a year, well, he gets more percentage of his merch. So, yeah, that even this way out. Or you give him six hundred dollars a year, six hundred thousand dollars a year, but he doesn't have to do house shows. No, absolutely. I think you're absolutely right there. And if they can do some deals like that, that's yeah, that obviously are more beneficial to to them than what well, they could be having the last last sort of thing. So, so I'm, I'm sure Bray Wyatt, they must be making a profit on him. I mean, the amount, of, the amount of merch the guy will sell. I don't know what his base pay was, but he must well, make millions of them on merch. Definitely. I mean, even when it's fancy dress season, Halloween, <laughs> or even just general light. I mean, when I well, I've been to WrestleMania at the walk at my local walkabout in Brighton once, and um, the amount of people <laughs> that are dressed up as Bray Wyatt's then like is. Uh, great to see, um, but yeah, also yeah, I mean, I mean to see one as well. <laughs> I suppose though, with that, you could easily go and get half the stuff from a uh, like a charity shop if it's like a straw. All you need is just like a straw hat and uh, and like yeah, like a, job. yeah, exactly. <laughs> some white white chinos or or jeans and mm. and some boots, and then yeah, you're um, yeah, you're all good to go. A little tip to how to do do Bray White fancy dress costume. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, I mean, you always see them all dressed up, but you obviously there would still be a little bit of probably dark merch sold there as well. So yeah, I mean, it, you'd think it's almost like a brand in itself, kind of the Bray Wyatt character and the themed, well, mm. and the whole the previous Bray Wyatt as well. Yeah, I'm, I'm quite excited to see what he does if he if he's on the Indies or he does go to New Japan just to see what character he he comes out with. He must be a super creative person, so I do believe that it's going to be this third great character that comes out of him. Yeah, I think the only one I can potentially see, uh, Impact, if they can afford him, uh, I just think that would be the, the closest thing to, I reckon, the, the company that could get the most out of him. I just I just think AEW seems like a, uh, just, I just think that seems like a no-no. I don't well, they brought be- him. Matt Hardy and as the broken character, but then Tony Khan didn't like it. He, but he, he seemed to like it on the indies, but he didn't like it in his show. So that's why he reversed him back to Matt Hardy. Now he's the family, Matt Hardy family. Big money, Matt. Big money, Matt. I can think of the word. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah, I don't know if he likes the, cra- the crazy, super natural ca- characters on his show. 
She's like a bad and they don't use her very often on the main show. They, they like her. They seem to like her, but they like her on Dark. They don't like her on the main show. <laughs> She's that's only had, like, it, that, that, that one feud of Sheena. That's exactly. And then you've also got... Um, then you've obviously got... Um, well, Impact, where they've actually got a few sort of... Well, I suppose they use them as the scary characters. Like, you've got... What, um, what, Decay? Decay. I love Decay. So uh, there's there's scope there. Uh, Decay, I think Sue Young is now going to get her kind of spooky gimmick back as well. Uh, violent by design. Um, yeah. So I think I think Impact would be quite, especially the, some of the people he could potentially work with, uh, I think would work well for him on Impact. But, but as I say, whether they can afford him is a, a complete different game altogether. Yeah, I'm sure he's not. He's, he's got a few cash, uh, some cash. So if, he, if it's if he wants to do it for creative reasons rather than money reasons, I think Impact could be good because the way, the way I, like, I liked how they did the Willow character back in the day and the Broken by Harder character, character back in the day. So if they just have some budget and give it to Bray and let him do what he wants to do with it, I think could, he could do something amazing. Yeah, oh, I don't think it'd be all, an automatic go to AEW and. Beefy and two is gonna work, but I could I could see. I don't know. Everyone seems to want him to be in, in charge of the Dark Order, but I'm like, oh, I kind of like the Dark Order as they are. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't think the Dark Order needs. Um, I know. I get there with the Brody Lee touch, but I think um, I quite like just even um, uh, Evil Uno just as like kind of the leader. Um, I think he's like great. I'm really loving the Dark Order at the moment as well. Yeah, um, and I think Evil, Evil Uno's like sort of. I think mean, especially after that sort of passionate promo he did before he wrestled Miro, uh, mm. once sort of saying that how much Brody Lee means to him, etc. So uh, I think it's fine how it is. I don't think, yeah, I, I I just think, yeah, I think Adam Bray could, yeah, make it go a bit. I don't know, in, the, in kind of in the wrong direction. Yeah, I mean, I would be all for it and see. I'd be intrigued to see where it goes, but I just think, yeah, don't. Don't change something that's not broken. I think would be a perfect example in this case. Yeah, if, he, if they if they could bring him in, if they wanted to bring him in, I'd bring him in in a similar vein as the cult leader, and he just kind of assembles a ragtag of underappreciated talents who maybe yeah. are, are mainly on dark, but they are they are ready to make the step up to dynamite. But, but they just yeah, but they, the whole thing is they're underappreciated, not being used properly, and it's the elite's fault do a whole thing around that or it's Cody's fault that seems to be you join and you have a feud of Cody yeah <laughs> so, Cody could no, Cody would make more sense actually in mm. this scenario I think cause I think it would be they're gonna, I think that's the, the, the way you're saying that we underappreciate you're making it sound like it's going to be a, a hill a group of mm. hills so I, I think that would make more sense yeah than coming in as um as hills and probably yeah feuding with Cody and the Nightmare family I think that would be yeah uh, if they are to do that that would be a, a reasonably good start yeah, definitely. Uh, also, Ric Flair requested his release, and it was granted. Um, you think there may be some effect on Charlotte's status in the company? Well, I mean, I mean, not, it's probably not so much this. I mean, this is just more food for thought. But I think with Andrade going to AEW, now Rick seemingly leaving WWE, potentially, you, you, you never know. It could see Charlotte uh, um, go as well. Again, add that more... Spec- speculation about uh, her wanting to potentially go so with, with Andrade no longer there for Rick no longer there she might want to potentially go I know WWE has probably got well, it has got the best women sort of talent but AEW mm-hmm. is getting stronger in that respect so it's again it's food for it certainly could 
could happen. I wouldn't it, be surprised. It could happen. Now, that, well, because both companies have been kind of based in Florida during lockdown, I guess it hasn't really bothered them. But now they're yeah. going to be out touring both companies. They're going to be apart so much at night. Turn one of their heads to either go back to... Do you try to go back to WWE or Charlotte? Go somewhere else? Well, given as well that usually this was pre-COVID when they were on their travels, they it was always the case of... like It would seem to be the case of there would be nowhere near each other as well. So if WWE hyperfected, we're doing shows in sort of the north side of America, like Boston, New York, etc., and that sort of part of the country. Mm-hmm. Then you you seem to have AEW then doing their shows down like in Florida, New Orleans, etc. So on the, yes. on the, sort of the south. So... Um, yeah, well, but I know that it's kind of changed now. They do seem like they are a little bit near each other. Like, for instance, well, we've had WWE in Chicago over the last few days. Then we know that next this time next month, AEW are in Chicago. So, mm-hmm. um, whether they're maybe that sign that they're both, but that well, one of the companies has been sort of well trying to be considerate to some of its talent. <laughs> in kind of which one was probably be more considerate, but. Uh, um, Again, that could happen, but yeah, I, again, it was obviously adds fuel. I mean, could if, if AEW were to like get shot, I mean, what a heck of a sign that would be for their women's division, Ooh, which yeah. gets criticised some sort of well, a lot of the time with not being utilised very well. I know it's it's improved leaps and bounds since over over the last year, especially obviously looking at the the Britt Baker, well, certainly from the Britt Baker and uh, Thunder Rosa match, that was the you could argue the major turning point of the women's division in AEW. Uh, so yeah, certainly options and certainly food for four. But um, but yeah, Rick, I know it's n- certainly obviously when you look at it, you know you can't go. Oh well, I was buzzing to see him wrestle so and so because that's not <laughs> happening. But but everyone loves Rick Flair, obviously. Uh, when you go to even any show, it's always you always get the woos. So yes. yeah, it's it's disappointing to see um to to no longer see Flair around. Um, but uh, yeah, I I suspect that. Um, we'll see him on various promoters. I don't know if we'll be, be under contract with anyone, but I'm sure we'll see his name certainly around still. And for sure, we will still be doing me. It will still be, you'll still see a meme pretty much daily on Twitter as well. So Definitely. <laughs> well, uh, Randy Orton found himself trading on Monday on Twitter. Um, nothing because what he did on WWE, but mainly because um, everyone he seems to have an interaction with is now left. <laughs> uh-huh. yeah, so um, it started with Matt Hardy uh, and then Christian, the big show, Mark Henry, Ray Wyatt and Ric Flair of all been released. <laughs> so everyone who's been attacked by Orton in the last year have all gone. <laughs> so that he found himself you know, trading on Monday, which was quite, was quite funny. <laughs> so so yeah, uh-huh. and with yeah, Hardy Cage, Show and Henry have all wound up at AEW, so it'd be interesting why it's all Fleur to up as well. It is, yeah, it is a worry. So I think if you're, well, I guess Riddle, would you be concerned at the moment? Or, uh, yeah. <laughs> Riddle would probably be like trying to yeah, make sure everyone's uh, coffees are all filled up and etc. in the offices. Um <laughs> But uh, yeah, no, it is. It does. Uh, I did see that last time, but when Henry, uh, I think it was the Mark Henry one I saw on Instagram, mm. the um, photo, of, yeah, Randy Orton, uh, the Randy Orton effect. So yeah, another one bites the dust. I think who else? Shawn Michaels was in that match where he got. But he's he's one of the legends. He joined. He was one of the legends. Well. He got he got booted because I remember he didn't sell it very well from mm. memory. 
Yeah. Um, I was the top of the ambulance, wasn't it? It was the ambulance match where all the legends came in to help Drew. I remember. Yeah. <laughs> That's a, yeah, and Big Show was driving it, I think. They fled. Fled. Oh, no, Flair was driving it. Yeah, I beg your pardon. Yeah, Christian was some, was at the buffet table, behind the buffet table. Oh, I, can't, I can't remember. I've only, I've only watched yeah. the match once or twice. I try not to think about the Thunderdome era, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> up y'all this is the one and only chocolate thunder really mac and you listening to broke but glorious hey yeah okay and finally so it looks like omega versus page will not be happening at all out due to page and the dark order losing to the elite on last week's dynamite um it seems to be in real life pages baby is due the week of all out so that's why he can't do uh, the show so so we thought we'd discuss who should be the number one contender um, obvious answers maybe Daniel Bryan and CM Punk but then would you want to lose their first match in AEW or win the title in the first match in AEW I wouldn't I can't see, I can't see either situation being great um, yeah I, I don't think AEW would do it only because they're just so I think they've just got they've kind of got the the morals and they respect the talent and, and they've got such a thing with these the, with the um, win records so and the point yes. system so that that won't happen they that just wouldn't be an AEW thing to do and they would yeah it would they would just go against everything and yeah that 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 just wouldn't happen in my opinion okay in the AEW men's rankings outside of page the next four are um, Jungle Boy Christian Darby Allen and Orange Cassidy um well there's I mean there's options for a lot of them there what i will say quickly though back on that match um mm-hmm. the entrances by the way brilliant this week on aw oh yes uh i just love the tribute to uh the space jam with the uh with oh, the elite. Yeah. absolutely fantastic i had to the, say that the elite, team. <laughs> the elite squad wasn't it the elite that's squad. it yeah yes. the elite squad absolutely <laughs> yeah. superb brilliant it was, it was a really fun match proper marked out with the music as well that that song is just brilliant and yeah one of my favorite childhood films space jam so i just well still love it now um yeah. so I just have to say that <laughs> um uh, i idea is for all of them to go against omega for all of them to go against, yeah no not the, not the worst. <laughs> sure don Callis will still uh find a way to uh yeah Don Callis wouldn't be happy about that, but uh, well, so you think of all out as like the WrestleMania would Jungle Boy, Christian, Darby Allen, or Orange Cassidy be a big enough name to be like a WrestleMania main event yet? That's a tough one. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a tough, especially when they do four pay per views a year as well. You've always got to make them as stacked card as possible. Uh, in terms of biggest names, like the obvious one is Christian Cage as the, being the biggest name. Mm. Would that? Would I really, really, really want to see that as the main event? I don't think so. Um, there's, there's no disrespect to to Christian. Um, but there's, yeah, I think everyone's got their heart set. I had their heart set rather on, on page. Yeah. Um, it's a, well, it's sort of a tough one. But I mean, I've, I've got no complaints. Obviously, I like the shock factor, but it is. Um, it is going to be interesting. I think a lot of them have got their. The, I think it's a lot. Of, a lot of them does. You can easily write a story on there. Orange Cassidy's obviously got history from uh, from the last uh, pay per view where he was unlucky not to win, so that kind of writes itself. Jungle Boy, we saw them obviously rest on Saturday Night Dynamite a few weeks ago, so probably not going to see that again. Albeit it was an amazing match, and we obviously had a very very close fall. Um, Darby Allen, we've not seen that, I don't think, and that could that could be the one, especially now that he's no longer uh, obviously no longer the TNT champion. 
Now, that one would probably excite me the most. Darby Allen versus Kenny Omega. Obviously, you could have Sting at ringside as well. Um, I think that would be the best route to potentially go down out of the wrestlers that you've mentioned there. If they wanted to open the Forbidden Door, and as it's the biggest show of the year, could they tempt New Japan to send over somebody like Kenzo Ibushi? The huge, like him and Omega used to be a tag team, the Golden Lovers, or like his biggest rival ever, Okada. If they wanted to open the Forbidden Door. (laughs) Um, Right. Was Okada... (laughs) Was Akanda the one that they wrestled at the Wrestle Kingdom 26, 17? Akanda's the seven-star match. Yeah, yeah. Uh, then send him over. Yeah, get that book, <laughs> get that book now. Uh, I, I never saw it that match. Um, I was literally was begged and begged to watch it. I mean, I remember, um, yeah, it, it was uh, the internet kind of exploded with that match. So I still need to get around to watching that. Um uh, I just heard amazing things. So I would to see that would be incredible. Uh, but Abushi, that would also be amazing, as the, as you it's say, as the gold. It's, it's an inbuilt story in there as well. I think both would be. I think both could, would be amazing. Yeah, um, I was thinking, could they read there with a Sammy Callahan, or because they kind of build a moose-ish on Impact, but then it's, it's that big enough. For, I was thinking. Yeah, I don't think that would be, um, especially and yeah. Especially as it's not an AEW star, mm. uh, uh, yeah, I don't think that would that would work unless they do something really crazy where they go like, right, we're doing a AEW. You put your, it's going to be a triple threat match where you put your AEW title on the line versus and it'll be an AEW guy. You have the Impact title on the line with an Impact guy in the match mm. and um, the uh, Triple A champion with Andrade and have Andrade in the match. Yeah, so could, could they go crazy? In- I know Bray's only won't be able to do it, but maybe Braun Strowman would bring some <laughs> WWE eyes to all else. I mean, that I would rather just do Punk or Brian for that. And if they're going to do, <laughs> if they're going to do anyone out of, if they're going to do just a random surprise, I'd rather it be, um, yeah, I would rather it be um, uh, Punk or Brian. I'm just trying to think of other wrestlers down. I know, I know. Again, it's hard if they're not on the points kind of system. Um, I think yeah, Cassidy would be great but we again we've kind of seen it um i mean it's a big enough name given he's one of the most over superstars in the in the company um so my, brain, t- my brain's saying sting but then it oh, i'd rather see darby in it i think and have sting yeah, I'm, I'm involved I'm with the match it. yeah because yeah. that way you can still kind of sell it even to like fans who are potentially picking up the or thinking of what, get, watching their first AW show, you could still sort of sell them on the fact that Sting will be there, he'll be in the corner. It's it's a young Sting you could almost sell to the um, to, to the people who don't watch AW, who don't know anything about kind of the indie. So that's that could be a way to to tempt them in. Um, obviously, again, I know if we're thinking about getting new audience in Christian, would be the obvious big name. Um, and then yeah, I don't, do you go? You could even look in again further down, sort of other sort of superstars who who are faces. You've got the likes of sort of Sammy Guevara. Um, I know they're kind. Of, he's kind of really a bit busy with the whole inner circle and and um, Pinnacle feud. Um, again, you've got Eddie Kingston that could potentially work. Given there's obviously a lot of history there, and Kingston. I don't, I don't know. Kingston never got a major t- a title match with Omega. Not him. 
Vega, he had one with Moxley, don't think he got. Yeah, one with Moxley, but now he's a face Kingston. That could potentially work. You could even do, um, you could do one of potentially one of the Lucha, the Lucha yeah, brothers. Yeah, I, I was thinking there, Pentagon or Ray or both. I think Ray's had a match before, so Pen Penta could be. Uh, and this brush Penta obviously has recently wrestled against the Unbucks with Kingston. Um, so many options. I was going to say there, there, there is loads of. I mean, we could be all night sort of um, debating the, the options. Um, yeah, oh, oh, it's a tough one. Um, I think I, I just, might... yeah, I just, I'd like Cody would fit in it so, so well, but I know we've got the stipulation where you can't challenge for the championship. Or... Can't challenge for the championship, and I think he'll probably still have another thing with with um, Tommy End at. Um, oh yeah. Uh, I know they're wrestling this week on Dynamite. Uh, yeah, on Dynamite Homecoming, but I think they'll probably have a, a rematch at All Out. The thing is, if it's any of the, f- the other four in the top five at the moment, I can't see any of them winning. I can't see Jungle no. Boy, Christian, Darby Allen, or Orange Cassidy winning the championship. But the pop, if, particularly if Jungle Boy, Darby Allen, or Orange Cassidy won the title. At all, Al. <laughs> they could it lose be, the next, in the next in Chicago as well. Yeah, oh. it, it will be a um, whatever happens. I'm sure it'll be an amazing match because we're talking about Kenny Omega or Kenny by God Omega, I should say. Um, it, it'll be an amazing match, and I, 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 like, I quite like this though. The fact that it, it has changed. I know it, Paige would have been the, the the perfect kind of storytelling. The fact that. His whole downfall started it all out, and now he's reached the top of all out. That would that sort of sort itself. I've loved the build with the Dark Order as well, with with, with the Elite. I think that would have been great. But again, I quite like the kind of the, the curveball that's now been thrown. That the fact we don't know what it's going to be. Who it could be? Literally, we've mentioned so many guys. It could be any of them, and they've all got a, a reasonable shout. So um, this is where I do. This is where I know obvious booking is. It's good, but also it's great to also not have that obvious booking, have and have the surprise and have the oh, I wonder what what is actually going to happen. Uh, the only other name I could think of is Moxley, but I, know oh, I think yeah, I, I just think we've seen that so many times. And that's the only other obvious name I can think of. But Lance Archer, maybe now that he's obviously won the uh, won the mm. won the title from Moxley, and uh, obviously it will be a very good match. Potentially now is the time to strike while the iron's hot with him. Um, well, that could be fun as he's a face and you could even even uh, put, 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 it, put it straight into a stipulation match as well um, and Brandon Cutler will get DDT'd by <laughs> oh, I loved it yeah, when, when he was out the other day and Jericho was on commentary oh, what's this idiot what's this stupid idiot doing with the spray <laughs> um, yeah um, there, uh, yeah there is there is lots of options um, Moxley yeah, I just think that would be Again, what we've had, that would be what another. I know we had the what they they wrestled at Revolu- Revolution in the main events. Mm-hmm. I just yeah, I I don't think it would be Moxley. Not that I'd be totally against it. I just think no. I don't really want to see a number. Albeit how great they were together <laughs> in the ring, I just think that would scream a bit to WWE samey kind of booking. I don't know because they've only got five weeks, so bringing somebody in fresh and then trying to build them up. To Omega's level, if it isn't somebody like a Card or Ibushi who've had kind of got a built-in story already, so it would have to be somebody already in the company, I think. Well, they've got the um, uh, I think they've got the. Is, 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 Isaac, is, Isaac said Adam Cole. 
<laughs> I'd love that. That would be a perfect way. Uh, that would be amazing. I think so was that talk today? They said, oh, we, they, we, they want um, Randy Orson to have a feud of AJ Styles next. The only other one I can potentially think of is... Um, it is I, I, I think because I think isn't it Miro? I don't know. That could Daniel Bryan or CM Punk work? I, I just think that's a bit against their whole point. The other way you could do it is if it literally is an open challenge mm. at all out. But then that you run the risk of if, if it's not CM Punk or Bryan, then or Adam Cole, people are going to lose their shit, uh, their shit in a, <laughs> in a bad way, and that'll probably be the first anti crowd that would get with. Yes. You, have to be, you have to be careful as well by doing those sort of um, surprise things because unless you get the one that the crowd want, then it's going to be a bit of a disaster. Yeah, definitely. So we didn't decide who the number one contender should be. <laughs> uh, I, I'll, okay, I'll give you a name. I, I will go Darby Allen. Darby Allen versus Omega with Sting and, well, I guess Don Callis at, at ringside. I want it to be Kozo Ibushi. I think there's a great built-in story there already. I know he's got it. He's ex- They've said he's exclusive to uh, New Japan, but I think they've kind of opened the forbidden door with this aid, the IWPG US title being defended on Dynamite. So as a one-off thing, I think it could be fun. So he could he could have a match on Dynamite just to introduce him to the crowd. I've never seen him before. And then, yeah, uh, that's a match I'd like to see. But if it's out of the four in the current rankings... I think a one-on-one match between Orange Cassidy and Kenny Omega could be fun. And I think that's the biggest draw match they could probably do out of them four. Yeah. No, agreed. Sorry. But then everyone loves the Jungle Boy for the song at the moment. I'm going with Isaac's idea and just put them in Fatal Five. Like, Fatal <laughs> all five. of them. All of them, he said. All of them. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> Mr. Callis will be furious. Yeah. <laughs> All of them in a gauntlet match. Yeah. Oof. I don't know how that works with the championship. Oh, it does work with the championship on <laughs> Alright, so before we go, remember it's Odyssey Pro Wrestling set sail at the Carlton in Morecambe this Saturday. Um, great card announced. Um, former Morecambe champion Ryan Hunter and a mystery partner against Big Dunge Joe and his mystery partner is the main event. And they've got Lucas Neo versus Mark Meltzer. Scotty Rourke versus R.P. Davis. Ooh. Alexis Falcon versus Jay Adams versus Lizzie Evo versus Tonga. And I've told them he should just make that the women's title match straight away. Mm. <laughs> uh, Friends are so synergy against the Freak Show. Two yeah. bits has an open challenge. And some say it should be the main event. BBG's very own Playboy Prince, your girlfriend's favourite wrestler, Lance Vera, is against the Cumbrian outlaw, Rick Marcus. It's the opening match, but some say it should be the main event, mainly Lance. So. <laughs> VIP tickets are sold out, but there are still general tickets. Links will be in the description if you want to buy a ticket. You might see me. I'm working backstage at the show. And yeah, if you enjoy our show, follow us on Twitter. It's BBG Wrestling. And check out our website, bbgwrestling.com. Good night. Good night.